Hi. Hi. Welcome to the uh, fourth episode of the Speaking English podcast. I'm Evan. I'm Addie. And uh, today we got a whole lot of stuff in store, or at least a good amount. Nice. First of all, how has your week been? My week has been pretty much the same as always. Yep. That's... <laughs> pretty good, but pretty monotonous. Sounds about right. Although my classes end, the semester is over a week from today. Wow. And between now and then, I have a lot of work to do. That's early. I still have three weeks left. Huh. Yeah. I mean, that's the day it was supposed to end the whole time before all of this stuff happened anyways. But Wow. Best of luck. Do you yep. have big finals? Um. I don't have a, like, none of the finals are a big deal. I have to write a couple of papers and stuff, but I have a sound class for my film stuff that I just haven't done any work on since I came home. Mm -hmm. So I have like three or four projects to do this week. Um, okay. It'll be a lot, but it won't be anything like I can't, like, it'll just be a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, anything to recommend from this week? No, not that I can think of. Hmm. Um, I have one, kind of. Um, I just started a new manga. Fun. And uh, yeah, I'm just jumping right into it. It's called Demon Slayer. Um, but I've just been reading a lot of manga, I guess, for the last few years. But sometimes when I have a lot of time, I'll just like catch up on another one so that I can like get the weekly releases and be so slowly but surely I'll get there. Very fun. I'm excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, um, I put an order in for some criterions earlier today. Congrats. So yeah. what did you get? Um, the Grand Budapest Hotel of because course. it's coming out. Um, on the 28th is when it's released, so I had to pre-order it Very as close to the actual release date as I could. And then I'm also getting um, this movie called Nashville. I've never by, heard of that. It's uh, by Robert Altman from the 70s, but uh, we watched it in film history class. Um, and it was the best movie that's like my favorite movie that I saw for the first time this year. So. Wow, that's awesome. And I don't know where else to find it. So I'm going to get it and watch it and make sure it's still good. <laughs> I hope that it is. But that's a big recommend if you can somehow get your hands on it. I'm, I'm sure you can find it online, just you have to pay for it. Right. Or else pirate it. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's all I got from this week. I've been trying to catch up with school stuff and it's been a little quieter, but yeah, same here. Then I'll have, sorry, go ahead. I think our podcast will probably really go up in like content that both of us are watching when school's over. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Um, I have May free and then I have a summer class in June and July, but oh, nice. the month of May I'm going to be, 
I would say living it up, but it's going to be pretty much the same, except I just won't have like a phantom weight on my shoulders. <laughs> I won't be, I won't feel guilty for not doing anything. I can just relax. Really looking forward to that. Just watch a bunch of movies at least. Yeah. Read a bunch of books. And read a bunch. And Kat finished the, uh, the collected schizophrenias. Very excited to talk about that soon. I would be, but I don't have it yet. It's yeah. being shipped still. Okay, we still have plenty of time. Yeah. I hope it comes this week, though, because when school ends, I'll just jump right into that, and it'll be great. Yes. All right. Um, we got some questions that we – there's all of two questions that people sent in for last time. Ready? Um, and we ran out of time then. So uh, if you want to just get into them now. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, sounds good. Um, the first one is, how do you go from hating reading to enjoying it, to enjoying reading? Um, I think my advice for this would just be don't ever force yourself through a book that you don't like. Mm. Like I think a lot of people have this kind of like weird shame almost about not finishing a book like picking up a book and then not being able to get through it and I think all you are doing for yourself by doing that is like reinforcing your idea that reading is a chore that you have to just get done um so my number one advice is don't be afraid to not finish a book if you don't like it just put it down and pick up something totally different solid advice I also think that it's important to at least to start out with, is just figuring out what you like to read. Yeah, definitely. And, like, that's a whole lot of trial and error to get to that point. But, like, unless you just hate the act of, like, running your eyes across letters (laughs) and, like, interpreting them into thoughts, then I don't (laughs) think you actually really hate reading. It's just you're not doing the right kind of reading for you, probably. definitely something out there for everyone and I definitely agree that it's a lot of trial and error so like with that I'd say utilize your library like don't Mm. buy a bunch of books if you don't know what you're into yet and I would also recommend to just start with like short non-intimidating books Mm, for sure up into it and then once you find like just trial and error with that and then once you find something that you really are just because like there's always that feeling when you finally are getting into something and you just like you, you're looking forward to reading it. And once you reach that point is when you're over the hill. It's all yeah, it's, it's easily it's easy from then on. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I would definitely say the library has done so much for me. Same. It's a little harder now. I'm pretty sure it's not open. I guess I haven't checked, but I just well, assumed. Okay, another piece of advice. If you like find it hard to just sit down and force yourself to read, a lot of people like to listen to audiobooks instead, and then you can kind of speed it up if you want to, and also like do other things while you're listening oh, gotcha. to the book. And if you have a library card, you can access audiobooks for free, like just on an app. It's called Libby. Super easy. Like you just get the library books through your library, and then you don't have to go in. Like it doesn't matter that they're closed. So I recommend doing that. And there you have it. Yeah. I never really like have read like done audiobooks a whole lot but like I feel like I would I just listen to podcasts instead yeah. 
That's like what I picked up. A lot of people like totally prefer audiobooks to real reading just because I, yeah, I think, (laughs) um, anything else for that one? Any other? No, I think, I think we did an excellent job of answering (laughs) that. (laughs) all right (laughs) sounds good the only other question we got were was thoughts on the office i've actually never watched it this is one of the greatest flaws i guess (laughs) (laughs) i've never seen the office i have seen every episode of the office but only once and i probably won't rewatch it wow (laughs) because i thought it was quite good i laughed a lot good times are had over the extent of the time i watched the show <laughs> but like i'm always wanting to try to watch new stuff and find new stuff and it just yeah. baffles me that there are people who have seen the office 12 times <laughs> all the way through and that's all they watch i know i have a hard time re-watching shows or movies just in general i, I don't know why yeah doing that but yeah i have no doubt that the office is very funny i people always show me like a lot of the like iconic scenes you know and oh. i never watched it and it looks very funny it really does <laughs> I, I still haven't watched it it really is funny like i do like it a lot <laughs> i don't i don't hate the the show itself i just um i don't know just not a rewatch the hype around it isn't as much like they're the good four or five sitcoms that I like a lot better, but what are the sitcoms that are better? Uh, <laughs> I didn't like actually count it out, but um, I really like Arrested Development. That's my favorite show. The first like three seasons are perfect. Perfect. Perfect, especially the third season is my favorite. <laughs> okay. I don't know if it's the best, but and I've only seen Arrested Development all the way through once. So yeah, same. That is. Um, my- would probably rewatch though yeah for yeah. sure and there's just I think, so much that goes on <laughs> yeah exactly i'll catch it all the first time around and like speaking of that is that um the only shows like movies i like if i like a movie enough i'll rewatch it and even if i don't like i'm more um like liable to rewatch movies mm-hmm. um but like tv shows Usually when I rewatch, the ones that I do rewatch are kind of either like the shorter ones or like the more kind of self-contained. I think the TV shows that kind of feel like a movie are the ones that I'm more liable to rewatch. Okay. Um, Things like limited series, like um, one of my favorite ones is Maniac that came out on Netflix not too long ago. I've seen that a couple times through and it's just 10 episodes and the story starts and it finishes. And it's, I guess what I like in rewatching something is more the idea of like the completeness of it, like watching the whole story from start to finish. Yeah. Um, rather than just kind of picking out an episode there or here or there that I like because I'll just do that I won't go through and rewatch the whole show if I've seen it once and I don't want to watch that whole progression I'll just go back and watch like specific episodes I like I think that makes sense is more what I'm getting at um and I realize that's also the reason why I started reading manga too instead of like American comic books Mm -hmm. Because I was thinking, when I was thinking about making that recommendation that came to mind is that 
I kind of made that switch because um, those ser- the manga series is like there's a first chapter and there's a it'll end eventually, <laughs> <laughs> even if it's still being serialized. But like for the most part, the characters are this is like their story from start to finish. And with like Amer- the American comic books, like there's so many different like interpretations and stories based on characters. And I would try to like find just a starting point and just read through to an ending point And it's just too hard. Yeah, I agree. I'm Which always is, been a fan of only like standalone graphic novels and not really series for that reason. Cause they just always seem to go on forever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I was going to say too, is I do really do appreciate like Watchmen yeah or like certain like graphic novels that are with the yeah characters. and i agree with like tv series too i i also really like a shorter show have you watched fleabag huh i don't think i've even heard of that what is it I just watched that earlier this month it's on amazon prime video and it's only a total of 12 episodes so i would highly recommend i think you would like it a lot very important show all right Sounds good. I'll uh, check it out. I want to go in blind, just knowing that you recommended okay, yeah. it. Yeah, I think I wouldn't even know how to describe it anyway. So All right. that's <laughs> the best. <laughs> um, well, I just went on a rant for a while there. I'm realizing now, but it happens, I guess. It does. It's your um, podcast. You can talk about whatever you want. Time to talk about politics. <laughs> This is now a politics, political speech, free speech podcast. I'm not prepared for that. I, don't I wouldn't even know what to talk about. I don't <laughs> care enough. <laughs> what I do know about is that we watched Playtime <laughs> in preparation for this episode today. Smooth. Let's talk about it. What did you think? <laughs> Okay, I... (laughs) It was an interesting one. Yeah, I'm glad that I watched it. I feel like I get why it's so special and so many people like it so much. Uh It was super unique. Like, I've never seen any other movie like that at all. And I get, like, why that kind of physical comedy is, like, really clever. But I did not enjoy watching it. Oh, really? (laughs) I just did not... It's just not for me. Like, I really do understand that why why people like it, but it just didn't really hold my attention very well. Gotcha. I definitely felt that, at least through, like, the first half. Yeah. Because um, I was kind of like, well, nothing's really going on for a while. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, that was, yeah. I thought it was definitely a thing of two halves. Yeah. Um, And I definitely like the second half better, even though, I don't know. Hard to say I appreciated the first more, but the first half was kind of, I appreciate this more than I like it. Yeah, that's how I feel too. But as soon as like the stuff with the, at the restaurant nightclub thing started, I was 100% on board. That was, really? oh, yeah, I had so much fun watching that. Oh, good. I'm really glad. I liked how it just went. It went from like the very minimalist, he's sitting in like an empty room yeah to 
gradually over the course it just added more and more stuff until at the end it was like there's so much going on now it's hard to focus on one thing I thought that was very clever yeah I would agree that is clever I did like that a lot even though yeah the first half I was kind of wasn't 100% with it yeah it just (laughs) it just really It just didn't like it didn't grab me right away, which is I mean, I guess I might have just been expecting the wrong thing. Yeah, I mean, I went into it not really knowing what it was at all. Like when you said it was physical comedy, I was expecting it to be like the Three Stooges. Okay. (laughs) Like not at all what it was, but I get I get what that means now, and it was cool. And like, what's kind of funny is that. I love it when like a traditional comedy movie will do a scene like that where like the comedy comes entirely from this like physical way that like the actors are moving around and stuff. Uh-huh. But in this movie, that's like all it was. And it just <laughs> I was just like, I get it. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I uh kind of lost its charm on me. I, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I say that wasn't really what I was expecting just because, um, like what I've read about Jacques Tati is that he's kind of like in the same kind of technique as, um, Buster Keaton or Charlie Chaplin, like the more of the silent people. Right. Um, and there's similarities, but there's definitely like a lot of differences too. Um, but I think I, I, I like this one a lot (laughs) actually. (laughs) And one thing that I thought was really cool about it was just the whole production design of it. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. It had such a cool, like, atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And um, as far as, like, maybe the comedy wasn't really doing it for me as much in the first half, but I really liked kind of the things it was trying to say about the future as it was seen in the 60s. Go on. Did you pick up on that? I don't think so. (laughs) Okay. I mean, that's just kind of what I got from it is that like the whole first half, all the shots were like very inclusive, kind of tied towards the buildings and this Mm -hmm. whole like glass structure. And it was all very homogenized is Mm -hmm. I think the word. Um, Like the lady was looking in the, like the travel agency and each of the signs were for a different place. And it was like the same big old office building. Mm-hmm. All of the uh, like buildings down the road or just looked the exact same. And it was kind of what I saw is like what um, Tati was saying that, you know, this is like kind of the direction we're heading towards. And then over the course where everyone stopped being like started, stopped being so stiff and lightened up which is why I like the whole restaurant sequence so much is that everyone was trying to make it kind of nice and perfect and like go smoothly. And then just the more things went wrong, the more fun they started having. And by the end of that, at least what I see was the, uh, like the American tourist lady, I forgot her name. Um, but like, (laughs) the other the like the main character um she was like kind of looking for like to take a picture of like an authentic paris experience but she everywhere she turned was like the same image plastered like 
everything that she's already seen. Mm -hmm. Um, and I felt that like at the end where they kind of like made that area of the restaurant and we're just having their own little party, that was kind of like the authentic experience that she was looking for. Yeah, I like that. And then after that, from then on, all the colors popped. You still had the gray, mostly gray color scheme, but like it was facing out towards the road and the merry-go-round thing and like those bright pops of color. Yeah, all the really like colorful cars. Um, Yeah. Circle. (laughs) Yeah. And I really like that part of it more so than just the comedy because I thought as far as that goes, like the silent era greats are going to be the best probably, (laughs) you know, it's like, but so that's why I like this movie a lot is that it was refreshing what else he did with it. Okay. I see that. Um, I guess I have to see more of his movies, but I think this is one of the ones that he did later on in his career. And I think because of that, this was definitely more of a directorial statement than a performance statement. Okay. Which I guess was more what I was expecting. I was expecting like the big kind of great performance and more what we got was kind of more of a directorial statement, I guess. I don't know. I do appreciate that. Like, I really like that message and it makes a lot of sense, but that still doesn't make it entertaining to watch. (laughs) I mean, that's fair. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't dislike it. Like, I think it was smart. I think it was super well done. I just don't think it was that fun to watch. (laughs) That's fair. Okay. Do you have any movies that like you really appreciate, but you just didn't find pleasant to watch? Or do you Um, all like a movie if it's like good enough to be appreciated? (laughs) uh, It kind of depends. There's like, um, like for example, Tokyo Story. Um, It's by this guy, uh, Yasujiro Ozu. He's this Japanese guy. Um, but like that movie is kind of considered to be one of his best mm-hmm. and I like it, but I don't really see it up there, even though I'm kind of with it. Cause he kind of, so his, the, his style is very like each shot is very static, kind of like just straight on. And it's an interesting thing, but I could see why a lot of people would see it as boring Okay. And while I didn't necessarily see it as as boring, I thought that and like that style is kind of across the board and I like it in some movies and in others I don't mm-hmm. because I think it fits what story he's trying to tell in some of them. Okay. And in others it doesn't. So I guess it's kind of just on a case by case basis. But like even if like something doesn't grab me straight out. Um, I kind of will like maybe reserve my judgment on it until I can kind of understand it a bit more, I guess. But like, usually if I kind of get what it was trying to do and feel like it did a good job of it, I usually like it, I think. Okay. I don't know though. I've never really thought about it in that way. 
in this one specifically, I thought that the use of sound is really interesting. I'm glad you brought this up. <laughs> <laughs> I also have some thoughts about this. Uh oh. You can go ahead. Go first. I think you should go first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thought that every little like sound effect added to the comedy, like the squeaking of the shoes that were like so loud every time it took somebody like a long time to walk down the hall or something like that. I always oh. thought that that was really well done, but I really hated the music of this movie a lot. <laughs> it just that's, got on my nerves. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, the music was not the best. Yeah, and it was just so repetitive. And it was almost like a little like jingle. Like it was almost like the song you would hear in the background of like a commercial or in an elevator or something. And it just went on for the whole movie. <laughs> I was peeved about that. But what did you think about the sound? That's fair. Yeah, no, I the music was kind of annoying. <laughs> it didn't, like, bother me all that much. Um, but, yeah, it didn't. St- <laughs> it stood out as, like, oh, this is still playing. But um, but I what I like, I just really like the way it was designed as far as, like, just, like, what you can hear and what you can't. Mm-hmm. I thought the way they played with that was really interesting. Um, like there's this scene where it's outside and they're in the adjacent like buildings mm-hmm. and they're watching the TVs that are facing each other mm-hmm. and you're watching all the go all the stuff that's going on, but all the sound is coming from the people on the streets, either walking by right. or like talking as they cross. And I thought like stuff like that was pretty interesting the way they handled some of it. Yeah, I would agree. Um, especially like right at the beginning where he goes into the building for the first time. Mm-hmm. There was like this, was it like a buzzing? There was some kind of sound that was just like droning. Yeah. And it was like getting kind of annoying. And then it would change. And then droning in like a different tone for a while. And then like change again. That got on my nerves pretty quickly. Uh, me too. <laughs> yeah. But... I don't know. There was like something about that. And like, I think that that window scene that you just mentioned was like such a great example that the whole movie felt so just like, just like how you would actually feel if you were just sitting somewhere, people watching in real life. Like it just felt like such an observation of normal everyday human behavior in such like an authentic way. And that was kind of fun about it, but also it was a long movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've, I, yeah, I definitely get that. Having watched like some that were a lot worse, like more boring. <laughs> Your bar is low now. Do what? That's funny. You have like a low bar. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't get <laughs> mad about that sort of stuff unless I feel like it's gone on for too long. Right. Yeah, I, I do feel not like have much movie patience, I guess. Oh, gotcha. Because I feel like there's some stuff that like I'll appreciate, and then for a while, and then after a while, it's like okay, I get it. It's yeah. gone on long enough. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there was a certain point, or there are a couple points in this one where I kind of got that feeling of like we're lingering here a bit too long, mm-hmm. and then when it cuts, like. A little bit later you're like okay there really wasn't any purpose in having the shot go on for like four more seconds or however much but i mean 
that the like second half of the movie is like entirely the scene in the restaurant with like the party going on. Yeah. When I was on board from there. <laughs> I love that. I'm glad that you liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, well, I just thought it was cause it was, it's been like the movie was kind of jumping around from like thing to thing. Yeah. And like, at first I thought he was going to be in the office building the whole movie. And I was like, <laughs> I thought that too. And uh, it, yeah, it almost felt like, like sketch comedy at the beginning. Like it was just a bunch of different. Yeah. Films. Interesting. Um, no, but once it got to the restaurant, I just thought it was hilarious how they were painting and like setting everything up. And then all of a sudden there are people there. Yeah. And then as it transitioned into like being able to see all this stuff happen and just everything slowly go wrong. Yeah. I, I don't know. I loved that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it is. It was fun. Do you have a rating for this one? I'm, I would give it a six out of 10. Six out of 10. Yeah. Still I'll a positive rating. For, uh, yeah. Yeah. I did like it. Yeah. I probably wouldn't watch it again. Mm. What about you? Uh, I'm giving it a nine out of 10. Wow. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I really liked it. Good. I'm so glad. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like there's more I want to talk about, but I didn't really... I should probably start taking notes when I'm watching stuff. <laughs> I was thinking about doing that too. For this, because there's definitely going to be something, some stuff that I remember later that I was like, ah, I wish yeah. I talked about. Um, speaking of, something that just came to mind is that uh, from last week, I changed my answer for my favorite actor. Oh boy, who is it? It's uh, Rafe Fiennes. Who is that? <laughs> he plays... Um, Monsieur Gustave in the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, nice. He is great. He's, I was like realizing that every movie I've seen him in, he's like absolutely killed it. Have I seen him in anything else? I don't know. He's, okay, so first of all, he's Voldemort in Harry Potter. Okay, I did not know that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and I think, I thought he was great in that, but. um. Yeah, he was. He's in more stuff. And his he played the villain in uh, this movie in Bruges. Okay. And he was one of the better parts of that movie. <laughs> and like he just comes on in cameo roles in like certain stuff. Yeah. And it just like absolutely just makes the just kills it. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I watched Hail Caesar the other day. Um I never saw that. It's know? on Netflix now. Should I watch it? Because I did not hear good things when it came really? out. Really? Yeah. I don't get that. Because I saw, because it has, on Letterboxd, it has pretty poor ratings. Yeah. But I watched it and I loved it. Okay. But I will watch it. That's my tastes I... are kind of weird, though. But <laughs> I just a... seen, like, everything. Sorry, go ahead. I cut you off. No, I trust your opinion. Okay. I have to watch it that's fair um well thank you <laughs> but i just have seen like so much of the con brothers and it just is right. very clear that they're just having a fun time with it oh that's cool and i just I like really liked it and i really like george clooney too I'm yeah cool. he's probably not in it as much as you would think oh yeah i thought he was like sorry 
Um, he's a big part of it, but the main character is Josh Brolin. Okay. Um, he's just like, he's like the head of a studio and it's just a day in his life and all sorts of stuff happens. Okay. It's quite goofy, but it's really fun. I like a goofy movie. So good. <laughs> um, and then the other one was, uh, what's it called? The Hurt Locker. We watched that. It's a war movie from like sometime in the 2000, I think like 2008 or 2009 or something. But we watched it in class. And then all of a sudden, Ray Fiennes shows out of nowhere, shows up out of nowhere, just has like incredibly funny. The only like funny part of that movie for like 10, 15 minutes and then just gets killed. And I was like, okay, this guy is my favorite actor. Good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that update to the challenge. That's a good answer. Because I wasn't 100% sure about Ryan Gosling, but so yes. I'm changing my answer. He's up there, but <laughs> not at the top of the pile. <laughs> All right. Do we have anything else? I don't think I have any more commentary about playtime. Do you? Um. Oh. Okay, so this is something I was thinking about, is that, um, because, like, I think a lot of the mission statement of this podcast or whatever is kind of trying to get people to, um, like, figure out how to watch more stuff and get into more stuff. Um, So I was thinking that when we watch a movie, we could do, like, our star rating um, and then kind of who we would recommend it to. Or okay. if we would recommend it and like specific, like if you're looking for blah, 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 this is, I would recommend this or I would kind of not as specific as that, but just generally like recommendations. Okay. Um, I would not recommend this movie to the average lay person such as myself. <laughs> <laughs> I would recommend it to any like big like comedy buff if you're like really serious about like the way that comedy has developed over the years and stuff and not just like modern day comedy I would highly recommend this movie because I just think it's such a unique style that's like so specific to that time yeah I think it would be important to understand if that's something you were really interested in solid solid um yeah, I agree. I don't know if I'd recommend this to everyone, but <laughs> I think that for anyone who, for one, is trying to, I mean, I guess I can't say getting into Jacques Tati because that's the boat that I'm in and I haven't seen anything else that he's done. But <laughs> um, yeah, if you're like into comedy that's not super contemporary, or yeah. also have just seen like lots of Charlie Chaplin stuff or Buster <laughs> Keaton. This is the next step because uh, there's a few others like as kind of that have like kind of carried on with that tradition in the sound era, like okay. post silent era. Um, and I also would recommend it to anyone who is kind of more into um, kind of like visions of the future, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say like dystopian societies or anything, but it's kind of besides like the comedy aspect of it. I think this movie is important because 
of kind of the world that he builds up in it. And it's kind of like an interesting take on a possible future in the sixties. So cool. I like that answer. Yeah. All right. So that's all we have for playtime by Jacques Tati. <laughs> um, next week, we're going to be doing our monthly wrap up. Um, so I'm just thinking kind of going through the notable movies or books and no movies and books and that we've watched or read in the past in uh, April. Yep. And then maybe I was thinking some albums that have come out have been released, but I guess that's kind of, we mention in each episode. Cause I know like if there's a big album that I was excited about that just came out, that would be my thing of the week, you know? Right. So, yeah. That makes sense. I don't know. We can, we'll leave it open though. Okay. Sounds good to me. Um, all right. So that's for next week. And uh, before we go, you have an album to recommend? Yeah, I think I would recommend for this week um, Tame Impala's newest album that came out like two months ago, The Slow Rush. Most people have probably already listened to it, but if you haven't, I would highly recommend. It is so fun. It's so groovy. And I, I it's just such a good time. It really makes you want to dance. Dance, sing, throw your <laughs> arms up in the air. Yeah, all of it. My album recommendation is kind of similar, but not the same vibe. Um, I'm going to go with Parquet Quartz, Wide Awake. Okay. Um, ever since I first heard that album, I've liked it more and more each time I've listened to it. Nice. It's just so fun. <laughs> it's like more of a jump and yell and dance. I love that. I'm trying to find more upbeat music right now. Have it's good for the times, I think. Put yeah. it on real loud and... Yeah, last week our recommendations were sad music. <laughs> <laughs> this week it's time to move on. <laughs> happy music. Yeah. It's upbeat, but it's not always happy. All allowed. I guess I would say the same about Team Impala's album, actually, too. Not necessarily happy, but very fun. All the best ones are. All right. So I think that's all we got for this episode. Thank you all for listening to whoever's listening. And uh, we'll see you next week with our uh, monthly wrap-up of April. Yeah, I'm really excited for next week's episode. I think it's going to be a good one. Me too. Oh, also, if you want to keep along with our book club and are planning on reading the collected schizophrenias by... By Esme Weihun Wang. Yes. All right. But in, uh, I think the plan is in a couple weeks' time, we'll be going over that. So if you want to grab, snag a copy any way you can and keep up with the thing, feel free to send any questions you want answered on the show my way. And <laughs> uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. All right. Bye now. Thank you.